The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, though, I want to welcome to the show Patrick Costello, who is a TD Green Party spokesperson for justice, and John Mooney, journalist with the Sunday Times, to talk about these new security cameras in the Dáil. Some have expressed fears that they expose Ireland to spying by the Chinese. John, you're going to have to explain a little bit of the background of this to people. What's going on? Well, the Irish Council for Civil Liberties and a number of political parties, including the SOC Demo- Social Democrats, they have uh, requested or asked uh, the Office of Public Works and the Oireachtas to consider removing uh, a series of CCTV cameras that are in place outside the doll and inside the doll. So these cameras are manufactured by a Chinese company called Hikvision. Hikvision uh, is a world leader in CCTV cameras and other types of surveillance equipment, but it also is very much closely aligned with the Chinese state and the Chinese regime. It has been involved in the deployment of artificial intelligence uh, systems that are in Western China, which are being used uh, to target Uyghur Muslims. So part of uh, China, as you know, um, the vast quantities of people have been imprisoned in uh, detention centres for all sorts of reasons. Uh, These are primarily drawn from ethnic minorities, but particular Turkic Muslims. So this company has been at the forefront of development systems to monitor these people as it indeed turned our homeland into a kind of Orwellian dystopian place to live. So the ICC is asking for the removal of these cameras, number one, on national security grounds, because China, um, along with many other uh, large Mm. states, they do pose... uh, threat to, our, to Ireland's national security and indeed European security and they also say it is inappropriate to be using any equipment um, manufactured by Hick Vision. Okay, I, I, I understand the the second uh, strand of opposition more than the first. I mean, is, is the clue not in the name with CCTV? They're closed circuit. Is there not a way that you can kind of ensure that the Chinese are not you know, eavesdropping on parliamentary party meetings? Okay, so part of, uh, there's been various uh, research uh, conducted on various vision systems. Some of them in other European countries have been found to be relaying information and imagery and data to China almost, uh, you know, thousands of times per hour. Other countries have started removing systems for national security reasons. So, for example, early or late last year, Britain decided to move it from all of its uh, critical infrastructure and parliament and government buildings. The company itself has also been blacklisted in America. Now, that is on the ground that it it has been supportive of the Chinese Communist Party and its activities that will be seen to, uh, I suppose, denude human rights, to put it mildly. Um, But lots of other European states have also banned Hick Vision equipment because of the security threat it poses. Um, It should be stated that CCTV cameras and technology, whilst it mightn't be clear that they may be used um, for espionage or intelligence gathering or data collection, um, that doesn't mean at some point that 
that they can't be activated to do so. And security researchers always err on the side of caution with, with something because there can be an exploit in the technology that is used to operate those systems that, while it may not be clear that they pose any sort of problem, but something maybe could be activated within them. It should be stated that Hikvision got communications from them today mm. are staging that. They, they, they don't believe that the cameras are sold um, as, you know, just normal cameras. And if people want to use them for other things and they deny any sort of uh, relationship with the Chinese state um, in terms of providing intelligence on its European customers. Um, and they also made the point, and I think it has to be noted, that these cameras are sold in many cases by third-party vendors, and they actually aren't involved in their installation or anything else like that. Um, however, again, research, and maybe it's important to contextualise this, is that the Chinese state has become this huge uh, problem internationally within terms of intelligence collection and mass data collection. And indeed, this isn't a problem just for Ireland. This is a problem for Europe and in, in most democratic societies in the West. And you, you can't simply ignore what the state is doing and the type of activities it engages in uh, when you consider these problems. All right. Well, I mentioned Patrick Costello, who's with me as well, the Green Party TD and their party spokesperson for justice. Patrick, do we need to get rid of the Hikvision cameras? Well, what I asked of the Oireachtas Commission, who run the Oireachtas campus, is to start with a security review of them. You know, and I think it's important to look at the context. We already have the government banning mobile phones for security reasons from cabinet meetings. So I think the very least we need to do is review the security and review uh, what these cameras are capable of and are doing. Many of these Hikvision cameras, you know, have microphones, have speakers, have facial recognition technology. It's not a camera. It's essentially a small computer. And the Commission on the Future Defence Forces highlighted both the the uh, future threat from cyber security and also how woefully inadequately prepared the state is. So I think we need to do more in cyber security in general and a good place to start is by analysing and looking at these cameras. For me it was Australia in the last few weeks, uh, last few days I mean, yeah. who moved to remove them. That made me think look, I, you know, we need to review these cameras. I've been looking at them in Leinster House now for a while and I've had my concerns. But given that the United States, the UK and Australia have also to remove them uh, from sensitive buildings, should, we should be asking questions as to why they are doing that and looking at it for ourselves. These yeah. are three countries with a long history of espionage and spying themselves. They know about spying, and if they are concerned, then we should be concerned too. And I think we need to look at that. Like there is a generalised problem of, of mass data collection and what is happening to that data and how we don't have control over that and our own privacy has been eroded, not just through these cameras, but through the apps on our phones and the phones themselves. And that's why we need a strong data protection commission, which I don't believe we have, but I think we also need to step up our game in terms of cyber security. And this is just yeah. the beginning of it. I, I, I want to talk about cyber security in a moment, but you know, there'll be people listening, Patrick, and as you'd expect, they'll be saying, hold on, we're not the US or the UK or even Australia, who at least are a regional power in the region that China find themselves in the Asia Pacific. I mean, are they really going to be spying on Leinster House? 
but we are part of the European Union and the European yeah. Union is a significant global power. And if we are the weak link in terms of cyber security, of course they're going to be coming in here to get into the European Union and to perhaps undermine the, the European Union at a future date. So it's, we need to think about this in terms of, of, of that European connection and everything that's going on there. Uh, I mean, the fact is, we're a weak link in security full stop, aren't we? It's not just cyber security. I think that we need to focus on cyber security especially. But yeah, there there have been concerns raised. Again, let's look at the Commission on the Future of the Defence Forces that has raised serious concerns about this. And we saw recent, that recently in terms of the offshore uh, cables and the internet cables. You know, we are a huge hub for... Uh, transatlantic internet traffic. That's one of the reasons why all the data centres are looking to set up here because they're sitting on top of all the uh, transatlantic cables. So we are a major information hub and we do need, we are a major cyber yeah. hub and we do need to step up our game in terms of cybersecurity in general and I think starting here is a very good place to be. Uh, do, do, I mean, is there evidence that the government are taking those threats to our national security sufficiently seriously? I believe that there is. I think that... You How know, close was, are we to getting radar? I I don't know the answer to that, but I think if we are just, just focusing in on the site, you know, there has been a mission, there has been acceptance of the Commission on the Future of Defence Forces and an agreement to spend more to try and support our national security. Equally, we've seen small, small uh, changes, such as, as I say, um, on Taoiseach's ban of mobile phones at cabinet meetings. But I think we do need to sort of think broader and think wider and look at a, a full general assessment of our own cyber security. We've seen the HSE attacked. We've seen uh, MTU attacked recently. So, you know, I think there is, there is a lot more we need to be doing in terms of cyber security. Uh, let me go back to John Mooney. John, I mean, are we guilty of ostrich-like thinking when it comes to our national security in a general sense? So we've three states to present uh, unique problems to Ireland and are continuing targeting here. So that's China, Russia, and to a lesser degree, Iran. So all of these countries have been, um, you know, using operation Ireland for operational reasons. And, and they're here collecting data um, and doing other, engaging in other uh, intelligence activity for lots of different reasons. Um, so... Ireland is, is kind of unique in many ways because we're English speaking, but we're centrally involved in the EU. And but more to the point, um, we're also we have very weak uh, infrastructure around our national security. So our national security is looked after by the guards and J two, which is scientists and military. They're vastly under resourced for this type of activity. Um, but it's 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 important to understand what these states are doing here and what they want. So, for example, in terms of China, they're forging um, uh, or running influence operations, also collecting data on our financial situation and lots of other things going on at the same time. Uh, Russia, slightly different problem. They're far more active here than anyone else, and they are out kind of actively undermining politics and targeting people in all the ways that you would expect them to. Uh, Iran kind of uses here as an operation for, for some of its uh, activities across Europe. And because it, there's a perception here that we, we don't have a great understanding of what's happening here. 
So it, it, we have, what, I think what's happening at the moment is, particularly in the past five years, there's a kind of gradual realisation, partially for political reasons, partially for economic reasons, on how vulnerable we are um, on, on, in this type of area. Because we traditionally always uh, perceive threats as being emanating from domestic terrorism or organised crime. But now there's kind of a recognition that other problems are mm. there. Where we're really vulnerable is that our parliamentarians have very little understanding of it. Media don't really understanding it, understand it at all, and the public simply don't believe it's possible. I mean, again, there's lots of countries have an interest in targeting uh, Irish legislators, the Irish Parliament, and um, for lots of different reasons that sometimes aren't very clear. They're primarily interested in uh, stealing uh, intellectual property um, and figuring out um, how they can influence us, um, particularly in Europe. And and in many cases, the the people they seek to influence are not the usual suspects that people would point at and say they may be friendly or sympathetic to the Kremlin or Beijing. It's a a much more nuanced um, sort of influence operations that are being run here at the moment. Mm. Um, and it's very easy to run them because there's no awareness of them. And indeed, um, it's reached such a situation now that, I mean, the government isn't given access to classified information by the security services or the military because they can't be trusted with it. And that, that raises all sorts of other issues. So there, it's, it, it, So there's lots of reasons why this is downplayed. Pro- the, probably the biggest one is is for financial reasons, for diplomatic reasons, but also in, because we've had the government has kind of largely uh, ignored a lot of this and, and allowed situations to develop, such as, you know, the expansion of the Russian embassy, uh, a more d- direct line of involvement with Beijing in amongst par- parliamentarians mm-hmm. in the Dáil, etc. And they, they, they're kind of maybe a little bit embarrassed or it's shown up that yeah. there's no real understanding of this. Whatsoever, so we have our head in the sand, but in state in, in the sand, but in stating that, I think it's it's important to understand as well as that maybe with the exception of Russia, that China isn't really out to undermine Ireland or anything else like that. It is simply it collects intelligence on every country in the world um, through various branches of its intelligence services, and they kind of more than anything would seek to influence our views within the European Parliament. Uh, John, listen, thank you very much for all of that. John Mooney's a journalist with the Sunday Times and Patrick Costello, of course, a Green Party TD and the party spokesperson for justice. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.